Well, good Saturday morning, everybody. It is the 28th of August, and my title today is The Father of Mercies and God of All Comfort. Paul begins his second letter to the church in Corinth with some very interesting words. In case you're not aware of it, his first letter was rather confrontational because he was addressing several difficult problems that were going on in that church. Sure, 1 Corinthians 13 is a beautiful chapter on love, but there are some serious issues going on at the church in Corinth. Perhaps the biggest issue was that there was a man who was having sex with his father's wife. She was his stepmother, and the church was kind of puffed up that they could be accepting of this behavior. Even though it was clearly inappropriate sexual sin, they were proud that they could be accepting of this kind of sexual sin, which makes sense because Corinth had been the home of the temple of Aphrodite where 1,000 women and men served as prostitutes and sex slaves. So Paul had plenty of harsh words to the Corinthians on this matter, even telling them that he had, quote, decided to deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of his flesh so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus, end quote. The church responded to Paul's rebuke and dealt with this sin, treating this brother very harshly, something in which churches seem to be able to do today and in which they can excel. Therefore, Paul writes a second letter and asks them to call off the dogs and to begin to show comfort and mercy to one another. Here are his opening words in 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4. He says, quote, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we received ourselves and have been comforted by God. It is my most sincere desire to see that these two verses that govern how we help people in 180 Ministries, as God has comforted us in all our afflictions, so also should we comfort one another. One of the reasons so many believers live in secret shame and do not tell anybody about their porn use is because they know that there will be a strong and painful reaction. If a husband confesses it to his wife, there's going to be damage to their relationship and potentially in their marriage. This can be from a reaction of unforgiveness because maybe there's something in her past that has deeply wounded her. And this sin carries with it so much pain. Or, as was in my case, 
my sexual sin had gone so far that I should have left the ministry years before. When we're holding on to our secret sin, we're living in great danger that the truth can hurt everyone around us and most certainly will damage us. So we try to keep it quiet and in the dark. I'm not saying that there should not be consequences for our sin, because Paul has taught us in Romans 6 that the wages of sin is death. We use that verse usually when talking to unbelievers, but when Paul wrote them, he was talking to believers. Sin always kills something. Now, certainly, when there has been sexual sin, there needs to be consequences. However, when there is also confession and repentance, there needs to be forgiveness expressed in comfort and mercy. Our Father is the God of all mercy and comfort. Sure, as a loving Heavenly Father, He disciplines us when we sin, but when we repent, when we do the 180, He's there to show us His mercy and comfort. That is why Paul then says that when we have received mercy and comfort from our Father, we need to do the same to others who have repented from their sins and are trying to return to a life being lived according to the will of God. 180 is a place of mercy and comfort. I've received it from my Father, and I try to offer it to you. I show the 180 leaders mercy and comfort on Monday evenings at our leaders' meeting, and they in turn are showing it to the people who are in their small groups. I show mercy and comfort to every man on every online support team, and they begin to show it to one another. Now, is there ever a time to really get in someone's face and be bold and direct about their actions? Yes, there are those moments when tough love needs to be shown. However, however, when we have received for ourselves mercy and comfort from God our Father, He wants us to pass it on to one another. After all, Jesus did not say to his disciples that the world will know that you're my disciples if you discipline one another and cast out the sinners who do not show remorse and repent. No, he says this. The world will know that you are his followers when we demonstrate love for one another. We show love to one another when we give mercy and comfort to others as God has given mercy and comfort to us. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you're able to worship and have some Sabbath and enjoy your community. But be on guard. The evil one comes to steal and kill and destroy, and he doesn't take Sundays off. So be connected. Be filled with the Spirit and walk in the Spirit. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day in the Lord, and we'll talk again on Monday. Take care. 
and goodbye.